0: Hello, this is Roy Lilly. It doesn't matter what you think about lawyers, most parents still like the idea that their kids could grow up and become one. They're a curious breed, you know, lawyers flamboyant and cautious, loquacious and succinct. They seldom speak out, but when they do, it's worth listening. Especially if their area of expertise is something we're interested in. One such firm of lawyers is Rideouts. Their website tells us that they are, quote, a team of specialist health and social care lawyers providing dedicated legal advice for care homes, GP practices, children's homes, dental practices, domiciliary and home care agencies, supported and independent living services and both private and NHS hospitals. And they know their stuff. They say there is no textbook way of operating a care business. So you need solicitors that don't just know the regulations, but how to interpret them in the context of multifaceted pressures, conflicting stakeholder input and what the day job looks like for you. That is so true. They publish regular opinion pieces in a free newsletter and I link to uh, how you can subscribe to it. On a sort of what's what in our world basis, a partner wraps some advice or commentary in the news of the day. This week, out, this week, it's the boss writing Paul write out. So pay attention. He came straight to the point. Quote, we've observed that the CQC have intensified the aggressive presentation of inspections and inspection reports over recent months. This is particularly noticeable in their attitude to primary care and GP practice interactions. I did a double take, you know, for two reasons. First, it's very unusual for a lawyer to be so blunt and critical about one of the institutions of the NHS, partly because they're always looking for work and the NHS spends a lot of money on lawyers. Second, it's though Paul Rideout had taken a peep into my inbox. He's right. They've become more aggressive. Some say, to me anyway, noxious. The CQC have never been popular, it comes with the territory, but in my view, they've never been efficient. Charabangs full of people turning up to inspect, trampling through trusts, hotel bills, enough to run a health system for a small country, recruiting the wrong people and not being able to get rid of them, care home closures late on a Friday night and turfing old people onto the street. It takes a special kind of mindset to do that and call it a career. As the Duchess used to say, them as can do, them as can't inspect, them as do. Reynow gets stuck in. He says, most unfortunately, many of those engaged in frontline inspection lack any medical qualification or experience. And when that qualification experience is held, it's rarely by practitioners with up to date current practice experience. Ouch, ouch, ouch. He's right, inspection is futile. Turn up and inspect and it's good, you've wasted your time. Turn up and it's bad, it's too late, the damage has been done. The father of modern management guruism, Edwards Deming, in his seminal 14 points of management, makes the point. Point number three. Cease dependence on inspection to achieve quality. Eliminate the need for inspection by building quality into the product in the first place. Okay, we don't have products, but substitute the word services and it still makes sense. Inspection has been all but abandoned in the real world, but the NHS blunders on. Right out again, quote, "'Regulation will always be behind on thoughts and mindsets rooted in established practices rather than new developments.'" He's right. The NHS is awash with data. Most of it never sees the light of day. What do we do with it? Well, it would appear not a lot. Last month, there were 83 NHS data analyst jobs advertised and in 2019, tech nations say of the total NHS jobs on offer, only 1.6 were digital data and technology roles compared to a UK average of 17%. We should harness the data, use it to forecast when something is likely to go wrong, flag it up and nip it in the bud, send helpers, not inspectors. Back to Rideout, quote, this regulator is focused on closed culture self-defense rather than a forward thinking and reflective approach to new challenges. He lists five serious failings, which were I, the Secretary of State, would be enough for me to close them down. I've said it for ages. Institutional arrogance, insularity, lack of balance, poor skills. Don't believe me? Speak to my solicitor. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening. I hope we'll talk again soon. Bye-bye now.